Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. We're going to be chatting about uh, with Steven Sosa today about the NBA finals and the NBA playoffs. And hopefully Steven will will get a a little bit uh, tipsy-whipsy here and maybe he'll say some tipsy-whipsy funny things, but who, who knows? I'm having one beer, dude. <laughs> I, I remember when I had my first beer, uh, but it is not my first beer. I don't know. Is that something that you? It's how 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 deep in are you? Thousands? Oh yeah. I uh, wonder. You know, that's an interesting question. I've never thought of before. Like, I don't drink a whole lot of beer, but I wonder I started, how many beers I've had. I started drinking, uh, like. At 17, I actually had my first beer, like, when I was way too young to have a beer, but yeah. Yeah, but I'm glad that you said it that way, because we are recording. <laughs> Although, I know, cares? I don't want we, we to get anybody in trouble. We live, we make mistakes, it's like, and, and honestly, everybody makes mistakes. Who's to judge which mistakes are the worst of the mistakes? Right, I don't care, like, who knows that I've made mistakes, you know? Because everybody has, nobody's perfect. Yeah. Speaking of mistakes, I don't know if there were a whole lot of mistakes yesterday in yesterday's game. Not by Phoenix. Not by like, don't get me wrong, a lot of missed layups by the Bucks, but overall, I was a I was intrigued. I was entertained. I know that there was that point where they were up by 20, but the Bucks cut it down to seven with uh yeah. on plenty of time. I think it was like six or seven minutes left. Right. The there was plenty of time left. Forbes hit a three and uh, cut it to nine. I just watched the game. Um, And uh, I was just watching it going, gosh, dang, Chris Paul's a maestro. Both Camerons for Phoenix are kicking butt. Cameron Payne and Cameron uh, Johnson. Um, And uh, Aiton, DeAndre Aiton, you wouldn't even – you wouldn't even know that he's never played in the playoffs, you know, he, so maybe I should start this off. Um, apologizing to all of the sons. Although to be fair, when I made this statement, a lot of things have changed since then. I, after the, after the bubble and the sons went eight and no, there were so many people like that were sons fans were just like, Watch out, watch out for us. Here we come. I was like, honestly, the bubble, you're just kind of, it's not the same. Like I, I'm a Lakers it's fan. Not I, the same. I know that that was not the same. Them winning the championship. It's not the same. That being said, they played the way that they had to play. They won the championship. They are the champions of last year, but I was going to say, we don't want to put asterisks by what people do. Just however we got there, we got there but I was not convinced that they were going to be good. And I also did not know that they were going to expand the playoffs to 10, having the play in games. But my bold yeah. statement was Phoenix will not make, will not make the playoffs next year. And then, but I did caveat it with this, unless there are major changes that are made to the team. And then they made major changes to be honest though. Even once Chris Paul was there, I'm like, okay, he he's with a better team than OKC. So maybe we're going to look at a four or five type thing, which maybe if there weren't some injuries and rest going on throughout the year, they would have been a four or five team. All of that to say, I do apologize. I, I have been pumped watching them play. They are such a good team. They are so well, like 
they just all work together. All, all of their best abilities, Chris Paul's best abilities are not DeAndre Ayton's best abilities are not. Um, sorry, I'm blanking on names right now. Are not Devin Booker's best abilities. Yeah. Devin Booker's best abilities are not Chris Paul's and are like, but they all have like the best important things that they just complement each other so well. Kudos. They do. I think they're going to win the championship. Even I was thinking that they're going to win just because of the Giannis injury. I know that Middleton can go on runs where he scores 30 plus points in like two seconds, but after seeing Giannis, or sorry, Giannis get gassed in the second half. Yeah. And that push that they made back. Phoenix is just better, man. Like DeAndre Ayton. Watch out for that man. Holy crap, he is good. Yeah. What did he end up? Do you know what he ended up with? I don't have the stats in front of me. I, I mean, know at one point it was 18 and 18. I knew mid fourth quarter he had 15 rebounds already. He I know he at least got to 18 and 18, and I would not be surprised if he went to 20. Yeah. He killed it in that game. Um, what, what are your thoughts? Like, what, what's your takeaways, though? Like, watching this play, how, how are you feeling right now? Phoenix is going to win the series. I don't think they're going to sweep because I think Milwaukee is too good to get swept by Phoenix. But um, my takeaways are Giannis is finally playing the way he should play. We're not seeing him take dumb three-point shots and stuff, you know. He he, take that one that, that he made, though, too. Like, that's what's been nice. He's not taking as many, but the ones he's taking, he's making. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's more about shot selection than anything with him, you know. Um, and what I like is he's taking the ball to the basket a lot, you know. It's like, I the the longest shot I saw him take in the last game was like a 15 footer, you know. And uh, but I do agree with you that it's not going to be a what's that word? It's not going to be a sweep. I'm just I think it's going to be five games, though, which may be kind of blasphemous and kind of crazy. But I think what's going to say six similar to what happened with the Clippers series. And I think honestly, with Giannis playing the way that he We'll see what happens. Uh, he could start mm-hmm. playing better. One, I think the East is way worse than the West. Yeah, yeah. That's been the case for years. For years, yeah. And then two, I don't think that they have the right team to be able to beat them. Um, as you can see, they were just taking advantage of Brooke Lopez, but Brooke Lopez was like the only one who could score for them in the first half. So they end up having to take him out. They go on that run in the third quarter. Obviously, you see them kind of clawing and fighting their way back. Yeah. But I just I've noticed something about Chris Paul teams, by the way. Like I have said in previous episodes, I've seen Chris Paul play live. I've gone and watched him play and his teams have have a tendency to do a good job jumping on teams and getting a big lead. You know, I've noticed that. Um. And they did that in the they did that in the in game one. I just they have so many weapons right now. So this is what I think is gonna happen. I know this is like hedging bets or whatever. Two games at home, they're gonna win those. They're gonna win the next game. I don't I just feel like they are good at home. They will lose yeah. one of the two in Milwaukee, and then I can't decide. I think they're gonna go up 3 0, 
get cocky, lose the fourth game, come back, be serious. Monty Williams will motivate him. Like we got to do this for yeah. Chris, yada, yada. Chris is just too hungry. And it, yeah. you see it yesterday. Hey, I was vindicated in the last series too. When I said, I thought he was going to do really good in the next game. Well, he had 41 points and eight assists in the next game. And, uh, uh, after I said that, and you were also right. You ended up being right about, um, drew holiday because Drew Holiday almost had a triple double. He had 27, nine, and nine. So we were both, we both ended up being right. But what I'm nervous about with Drew Holiday is how long it takes him to get going. Yeah. Drew Holiday is a heck of a player, though. He's been one of the best defensive players in the league for a long time. Um, and He's been one of my favorite players in the league since he was with the Sixers, like over a decade ago or something like that. So, yeah. Um, I'm just really pumped for this series. I think it's fun having two teams. What were, what were your other impressions? Like it was, I feel like it was like really cut and dry. Like the Suns just were ready to play. Giannis is hurt. You could start to see him slowing down. Even with Sarge going out, they still seem to be, fine i just well when a player hasn't played for a little bit i expect them to have stamina problems you know what what do you expect to to happen in like the next few games i expect it to be a six game series with phoenix winning the championship and um chris paul is uh just going to be great at uh, pretty much everything like he almost always is. I think he is one of the best short rebounders I've ever seen. He just has a good nose for the ball on the boards, you know, and, and in other situations. And like, if you're a good player, like, Basically, I was telling my sister this before this started. Chris Paul shows all the time, and he showed in the last game, that you don't have to be faster. What he did in the last game is proof that you don't have to be faster physically than everybody else. You have to be able to think quicker than everybody else. And Steve Nash has said that. You have to be, be able to think quicker and so if you can see things two and three steps ahead of everybody else, as long as you're a step ahead of everybody else, you can still beat them even if they, even if the other team may have better athletes, which Milwaukee, I think, does have better athletes than Phoenix. But Yeah, I honestly, I don't know. It's, it just seems so bla- – uh, obviously, barring any, like, major injury or whatever, just Giannis didn't seem himself. And he still played really well. Um, I, I, Middleton ended up with some pretty decent numbers, but they just don't have the supporting cast. They're, like, way too – they're way too hobbled. And like, Cam Johnson was unreal. Can't, like like you mentioned, Cameron Payne, Payne played well. They have yeah. Jay Crowder, like – played horrible and they still won and Jay Crowder is going to be good for at least a couple games where he hits 
three to four threes. Who else right. on the team? <laughs> I honestly can't right. even. Um, I can't even do well, the starting naming, lineup right you're now. You're naming plenty of people. Well, no, Aiden but who has been... it? Aiton, Paul, Crowder, Booker. Booker. Who's the fourth on their in their starting lineup? Why am I so dumb right now? Well, let's see. Uh, they got Bridges. They got. Um, it might be Brit. Maybe Bridges. Does Bridges start? Maybe it's Bridges. Yeah, I think it is Bridges. So it might got, be Bridges. I like Bridges. Tory Craig is okay. Um, but then Cameron Payne and Cam Johnson coming off the bench are doing great. Um, I think they just have got a lot there. They're good. Yeah. Um. Uh. I totally expect Phoenix to win this series. Chris Paul's on a mission. Devin Booker looks like freaking Kobe Bryant right now. It's unbelievable how he's playing. Uh, I felt like Middleton was the only one who did anything in game one of the finals uh, for the Bucs. Like, he, well, as you pointed out, Giannis had a good game, but he wasn't as consistent in the second half. You know, he didn't. In the first half, he had a much better first half. I felt like Middleton played well for the entire game. He just didn't get a lot of help from his teammates, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, who did this? So they have Bryn Forbes, who, who made a couple big shots. Lopez can't play if they can't figure out a way to not switch him on to Chris Paul. Yeah, I saw him get switched on to Booker. And I'm just like, dude, like, I understand they say it's hard for little guys to even guard him, which is true. But part of defense, part of good defense is having good defensive discipline. And I cannot stand when a, when a big, tall, giant, seven foot, seven foot something guy is on a tiny dude and, and, they go for every pump fake. It's like you're longer, you're taller, much taller than this person. Don't bail them out by leaving your feet because that play, that that is probably going to end up being a foul, you know? Especially when you have the height on them too. Like I did notice That's that Lopez That's my point. Was, it's yeah, like Lopez you're way was taller. to do that and just like he did eventually just, just holding his hand up there. The one thing that is positive is if Frank Kaminsky can't uh, play in Dario Saric's place, the, that is the one antidote that they do have. Like you can keep him in and Brooke Lopez can just tear Kaminsky apart. Cause Kaminsky, yeah, uh, Kaminsky's not very cold good. to be fair, but like at the same time, you gotta be ready. You always gotta be ready, man. Yeah. And, um, uh, like, um, well, what was I going to say? Um, just that I feel like, um, I I get frustrated a lot with when when uh, like because I'm just like I want to see good defense. You know me, I I'm a deep more of a defensive minded guy in basketball, and um, like I don't like the lack of discipline that Milwaukee showed defensively in the last game. Um, because a lot, some things I think are easy fixes defensively. And it's like, if you just 
have discipline. If you just realize that you're seven feet tall and the other guy is like six, four, just stand there and be big, you know, and that's what you should do in that situation. And if he makes a shot, you live with it. Don't bail him out by leaving your feet, you know? Um, And, and uh, I can understand if you were shorter, then you kind of have to leave your feet, you know, but like, if you don't have to, if it's not necessary, don't do it. And I see bigs. I see other players all the time, just like not following that rule. Um, And I'm just like, it is, that's just basketball defense 101, you know? Yeah, just want to um, yell at them to stop doing it. Stop. Right. Stop right. doing that. Or or the way that players close out bothers me too uh, a lot of times because, because uh, I just think about this stuff when I watch games and I saw – I see a lot of this stuff. And when I saw Brooke Lopez – bail Devin Booker out and then I heard Mark Jackson say it's hard to defend that guy I'm like yeah but you still gotta have good defensive discipline you know yeah and I, mean, I don't think it's that's hard that it's hard. hard when you're making stupid decisions <laughs> yeah but I I'm like Brooke Lopez is a pretty good defensive player he should be you know he should know not to bail him out by leaving his feet like that um especially with how shooters play now a lot of the the shooters will lean into a guy when he leaves his feet you know even though that shouldn't technically be a foul they almost always call it a foul so anyway i just was watching that you know watch brooke lopez bail out devin booker by leaving his feet and i was like you know i just saw them uh, make some boneheaded mistakes. I thought. Yeah. Any other uh, thoughts that you have before I ask you a serious question about the NBA right now? Okay. Um, uh, Chris Paul is a basketball maestro, and he showed it in the last game. Um, uh, he is a perfect example of how. You don't have to be, you know, the best athlete in the world. You don't have to be super athletic to do well in basketball. And a lot of times the smarter players, you know, are the ones that do the best. Chris Paul just sees things and thinks things two and three steps ahead of everybody else. So he's better than everybody else, like almost all the time. And he showed that in the last game. In game one, yeah, uh, just happy that he's finally going to get that championship that so many have not been able to. Yeah, let's not jinx it. I mean, we could say he'll get the he'll win the championship, and then like he him or Booker suffers some kind of crazy injury, you know. Um, I'm but- just. Yeah, yeah. I hope not. Uh, on a on a serious ish note. Any? Do you have any thoughts, or are you even keeping up on the Mariah Taylor, Rachel Nichols stuff? <laughs> it's Maria Taylor, I think. Oh yeah, sorry, Maria Taylor. You are one hundred percent right. Yeah, I, don't know. I I heard about that, but what I heard Rachel Nichols said, I don't even think is that big a deal. 
Um, it's I think it's a little rude to say it, you know, if she would have said it to her face, but it was a hot mic. She didn't know, you know, that she was that being recorded. It was being recorded. And and I think Rachel Nichols is not like a racist or anything like that, you know. She uh she even like I really I really like Rachel Nichols and she keeps it real, you know, and um sometimes she may say things that people disagree with. You can't make everybody happy, you know. Like I just feel bad for her is all. Me too. Uh, but at the same time, like she really, it was a very, very poor choice of words. But but at the same time, like I understood what she was trying oh, to say. God. I was understanding. I understood what she was trying to say. Like essentially what she was saying was, well, I'm a woman, but just because I'm a white woman, why? <laughs> like and here, here I am a white dude trying to litigate this. But it's always just so funny. To I me understand when, what you mean. You're... It's always so funny to be when, uh, when like worlds collide. So it's just like, all right, it's the. <laughs> When, when, a, when a, like, it's like when a person of color accomplishes something and and a, and a another person who's not of color like wants to kind of discredit them by saying it was because of their exactly. color. Exactly. Yep. It's just like can't we all just and we never will, but can't we all just get along? Uh anyways, I just wanted to yeah, see if we you never have any will. thoughts about that man cuz it was uh when I saw that, I was like, oh, my gosh, like. They're blowing this thing up. I'm really sad that they lost Michelle Beadle. I loved her. I loved her. Oh, and I love Michelle Beadle. Michelle, Jalen um, and Bill Simmons. Oh, wait, no, I Michelle, Michelle, loved- Michelle never did it with Bill Simmons, but um, Michelle, Jalen. And who is the other person? Honestly, I don't even remember. Probably doesn't matter, but it could have just Paul been her Pierce? and Jalen. Oh, her, yeah, those three, Paul Pierce, Jalen, and Michelle Beadle were like my favorite of all time. And then uh, yeah. you know, just things just, just don't work out. Um, and if you're too highly opinionated, for some reason, they don't seem to like that very much. Yeah, Michelle Beadle was very opinionated. Um, I remember she criticized Stephen A. Smith for a comment that he made about women. And, and after that, like shortly after that i didn't see very much of her you know on espn and i thought like it's kind of sad because like i liked her on sports nation with max kellerman and uh marcellus wiley she's good at what she does you know like it's too bad she's not really you know on tv anymore um awesome well any other things that you uh you you just feel like you got to get off your chest i i'm happy i would like to say i'm happy that uh chris paul like is it has a real shot at the ring i love him as a player and like it's really cool um to see him finally uh, ha- have a real shot at getting in the ring. And I think, I think he'll do it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, the next time that we have something that we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. Mm-hmm.
stay for a while Give us one more chance to change your mind